Listeners, welcome to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, your weekly podcast where we talk about the movie Forrest Gump four minutes at a time, except when we don't. I'm your co-host, Rob, joined as always my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hello, everybody. That's my boat. And <laughs> Duff, you love the shrimp boat song so much. I love I love shrimp. I love boats. <laughs> um, so it's time for another bus stop, friend. Uh we have another another friend. We're waiting for the bus. Another one to talk to. Uh, one of our uh, favorite guests on all our shows we've had so far. Uh, our good friend, Rob. Rob, welcome back. Thank you. But to be clear, I would not speak to you at the bus stop. <laughs> I would not do that. That's good. To also be clear, everyone <laughs> after that intro was like, oh, which Rob is it going to be? Yeah, that's true. We have a host Pier- of Robs. Pierce dear Rob. Pierce here. <laughs> <laughs> the edgy one. Yeah, yes. right. I forgot about that from Titanic. So, uh we will we will do the things we normally do on this with our our questions for Rob. Um first question for you, Rob. Yep. Since you're a bus stop friend, do you have any public transportation stories to tell us? Any times uh, and on a bus or a plane or a train? A plane? Yeah. A, a public transit plane? I mean, it's public. <laughs> the famous public transit option, airplanes. <laughs> I guess that's not really public transportation. No, it's it? not. It, unless you're like I Elon mean, Musk. <laughs> uh, so I, I was thinking about this, and uh, I, I asked my wife right before. Uh, I'm like, do I have any good public transportation stories? And she said... Uh, there's that one time that that dude masturbated next to me on the bus. <laughs> I'm like, mm. I said, that's that's not my story. That's not my story at all. Did he finish? Uh, no. Mm. Apparently, she like like leaped over the side of the of the chair and like ran out of the. Oh, bus. so she was she was trapped by him. Yeah. She yeah, pulled yeah. the cord. Next thing she knew, and- they were married. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, yeah. Rob. <laughs> I can't believe she rode a bus of Louis C.K. <laughs> but I'm like, that's not, first of all, not funny story and not my story. So why would you even say that to me? And and um, also, um, I don't mean to demerit the story, but I think that's kind of common for public transit, depending on the time of day. Yeah. Not for me. I mean, yeah, not either for me end either. of that. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't jump over a seat. I would have. It happens on the subway a lot. I mean, if I was in that situation, I would have like tripped and fallen onto him. Which one of us? Which one of us would have taken the longest to finally get out of that situation out of politeness? Um. Uh, I feel like. So I feel like uh, host Rob would have very politely asked him to stop, and then he wouldn't, and then. And then now he would text us asking what to do. And then yeah, that, and then that was his only card to play. He's like, oh, I asked him and he didn't stop. I, yeah. That's actually, I, I think you would, yeah. Uh, host Rob would react to it stubbornly. Well, I'm not moving. Yeah. <laughs> got the, I, I, got the window seat. It is absolutely true that I would have fired off about four text messages to different group texts to be like, would you so, take a pic? Would you this take a is pic? happening right now. And I would probably take a picture. And then you would, it. and then you'd and, tell them about the show. And I don't know if I would move because I think I would be thinking, this is funny. This is a good story for later. This is a good podcast story for later. I'll just sit here, see how this plays out. What's your, what's the buffer zone 
that he'd have to breach before you'd move? As How many soon as feet? He, uh, as long as he stayed on his seat. We oh, don't, is it a him or her? We don't know. Oh, uh, true. Well, it's heavily. <laughs> <laughs> You've di- you're just imagining like some letter to Penthouse in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never thought I'd be writing one of these letters, but the craziest <laughs> thing happened to me on the bus this morning. I think as long as they stayed within their seat, I would probably wait it out. I mean, you're in the seat directly out. next to you. That's yeah, the one next to me. I really? So I haven't ridden Madison public transportation in a while, but as I remember, not a lot of room between you and the person next to you. Uh, you you could put up with that. I I think I might have started screaming. <laughs> I think that's probably what I would do. <laughs> what would you scream? <laughs> Fire! <laughs> He's masturbating. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I know that wasn't your story, but I'm glad your wife told you it. Right, right. So, uh, I mean, I like I said, I don't really have uh, a lot. I I know when I was younger and like riding the bus to school. Again, not really public transportation, but I didn't officially get kicked off. But <laughs> I would, I'd fall, I'd fall asleep all the time and miss my bus stop, <laughs> and they'd have to go back and drop me off. And oh, like you must have been so annoying. <laughs> after like three weeks, apparently they called my parents and they're like, "Why are you falling asleep so much on the school bus? <laughs> You're Man, the last person I should be talking." I never, yeah. fe- I never fell yeah. asleep on the school bus. But you do like leave work to take naps in your car. <laughs> don't what? narc on him. You don't know who's listening. It's not narking. It's my lunch hour. I can do what I want. I know. Uh, that's but that's okay. like an- that's intentional. Well, like... he said leave work, so it applied. Yeah. I want to make it clear that it is during your lunch. Yeah. It's not good napping season right now, though. <laughs> no, it's rather cold. Tough on the naps. I don't do it all the time. Just once in a while, just drive to the park, pull up to a shady spot. Yeah, keep I, going. I have a coworker who will just nap in his office. He will shut the door and lie on the floor like way a more normal. Way more normal than driving to a park. I don't. <laughs> I don't want anyone to see me. Well, you're going to a public place to do it instead. Well, I mean, I don't want coworkers to see me. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you, but like one time a panhandler came up to me while I was taking a car nap. What? And I was, uh, you know, it's not like a deep dead sleep, but it's like, you know, I can get a good sleep going. And this, he like raps on the window and asks for some money. And I just shot up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last year a panhandler actually had a pan? <laughs> what? It's gotta uh, be decades. Oh my god! I don't. I is that where the root of that term is? I mean, that's I, what I assumed. I, I assumed it was like I assumed it was like people who pan for gold and they didn't. They didn't end up, so they just went to the streets with their pans. Well, I guess. That, oh, maybe I, it's the pan that you put the change in. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't is that know. A person from Florida. I, yeah. that, I was going to say go. Florida. <laughs> Similarly, um, this is something I've only seen in movies, but like blind people selling pencils on the street. When was the last time that happened? What? Uh, what? That's a thing in movies? <laughs> Have you ever, like, I'm talking, like, you know, old Dickensian times into, like, the early 20th century. Like, blind people have, like, these cups full of pencils. <laughs> Is that how they went blind? Were you born in a rail car? <laughs> I'm, I'm up on the hobo culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. Um, Rob, I have a question for you. This wow. one is specific only for you because I know you. <laughs> and uh, Forrest Gump, 
has a lot of strange incidences that occur in his life, right? And Inci- I, incidences or incidents? Incidents. In- incidences. Okay. Uh, and I know you. And I can confirm it. You have also had a lot of strange things happen in your life. Okay. So is there anything that happened that's biographical for you that you wish would have happened to Forrest? What do you What do you mean biographical to me? Well, like... Like driving some, a giant hot dog? Well, actually, that's actually not a bad one. But I just... Anything that... Like, like an, oh. an, an incident that occurred to you in real life that you think you could see happening to Forrest as well. I have one in mind. Uh, is it, does it have to do with a picture? Uh, it has to do with uh, something that maybe would happen to young Forrest at a roller rink. <laughs> That's sad because I was thinking the time that I, when I when I went to try out for the men's roller derby in Madison. <laughs> That's what I thought I you meant. <laughs> and and I fell. And I fell and went to the doctor because I thought I broke my wrist. <laughs> and had you? No. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because, like, that could actually work. Because, like, you know, wasn't, like, the roller derby, like, before, like, the, you know, kind of got popular again? Wasn't it kind of big in the 70s? We could have yeah, Forrest doing so. that. Yeah. That's when that James Conn movie came out. Yeah, Rollerball. But don't you, you have one, you have a story from your childhood that's also about roller skating, right? Yeah, yeah, I do, unfortunately. Which is funny, because I was just telling my kids the other day that there's nothing more romantic than <laughs> couple skating. Uh, <laughs> wait, is that well, really a thing you told them? I told them that three days ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> the snowball dance. Yep. Because they, I spent a lot of my childhood at the roller rink playing video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Because, especially during the couple, kates, couple skate songs, because no one would ever couple skate. It's where the basement boys go. That's right. So, yeah, there, so there's lots of times where lots of friends from school would, would be at the roller rink. And one time I had to make a number two. At the a number two pencil like the hobos had to do during yep, the Dinkinsian yep. times? I, I'm sure a lot of people went blind that night. Uh, and and when you're at the roller rink, maybe this is one is different. I don't know. Um, you don't take your skates off when you go into the bathroom. So you, you skate in, and I go in and I drop my drawers and, and start doing my business. All of a sudden, I hear this wham, bam. And Thank you, Kelly, ma'am. Yeah, Kelly from class. Oh no, had had banged on the door, and apparently I didn't lock it. Was Kelly a young girl or a young boy? No, Kelly's a young girl. Okay, why was she in your bathroom? Uh, it was. It, it was. There's no genders in Green Bay. You can use whatever <laughs> bathroom you want. They were ahead of the curve. That's they were right, ahead of the curve. No, and, noted for its wokeness, Green and Bay. And so. <laughs> And so, bang, bang, the door, like, slowly <laughs> creeps open, and there's Kelly standing there. <laughs> and, like, I'm sitting on the toilet, pants around my ankles. Oh, they pants around my skates. And, <laughs> and just seeing her stare at me, not doing anything, not being polite and closing the goddamn door. <laughs> And so, 
And so I have to stand up and, again, pants around my ankles and slowly skate over to the door. <laughs> what, is, what is Kelly's to deal? It. <laughs> to close it and then go back. Oh, man. The, actually, the, there's a lot of bad things that happened at that roller rink to me. I also took karate <laughs> class there. Oh, no. And, and I, had just, I had just gotten my yellow stripe. And then I got kicked in the balls. <laughs> and I it never really hurts went when back. You wear, and it really hurts when someone's wearing a roller skate. Yeah. <laughs> and I never went back, except I was too young to understand. I didn't know the words for that. Again, because Green Bay is really progressive with how they teach their children. I didn't know the words for that. For what? For what? Karate? No, getting kicked in the balls. Like, I didn't know what... Like, balls I didn't, were? Right. But apparently oh. I knew... I mean, I the term what... is you just wail as loud as you can. <laughs> right. So apparently I told when my mom came to pick me up because they like put me in the corner. I didn't have, I got out of practice. Oh, yeah. Uh, my mom was like, what happened? What's going on? Um, and uh, I told her that uh, I got kicked in the dick boogles. <laughs> Bugles? Boogle. Boogle. Boogles. Boogle. Because huh. they're like boogly, boogly hanging things. <laughs> Boogly hanging things, you know. My dick boogles. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're right though, Rob. There's nothing more romantic than couple skating. Am I right? <laughs> it's Little funny. Yellow, man. strange magic plays, yep. and it's a wonderful time. Yep. Uh, my wife like laughed, and I, I think she, I think she probably appreciated the sentiment. And my my oldest daughter was like, "Wait, is that really true?" I'm like, "Yep." Yes, it is. That's what the kids do. Uh, I can't skate to this day. I still can't skate. I don't know how to turn. I just would go until you got to the carpeted wall and then push <laughs> off to the next like the we, next direction. I we should skate. go the place that I the place that I went and fell. Lot lot of middle aged men there. Oh, cool. <sighs> they're, yep. uh, they're probably on their lunch taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's silly. That's that would be a terrible place to take a nap, Rob. <laughs> it's loud, lots of lights. Uh, so I, I got two questions. They're kind of similar, but one is, um, what figure from roughly fifties to early eighties do you wish Forrest had run into? Uh, politician, singer, uh, actor, whatever. It's the guy's name. He debated William F. Buckley. Oh. Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, yeah, the documentary about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gorvidal? Yes, Gorvidal. Uh, that's, that's a very good answer. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that would actually nat- that would naturally fit into the movie, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Gorvidal is very interesting. Um, and uh, so this is, is seeing if how Forrest would interact with him. Or how he would interact with Forrest, which is also interesting. Wait, what's the difference? Well, I just think like there, there's sort of two questions here, right? Like how does how does Forrest interact with this, you know, writer and intellectual, and yeah. then how does that person also interact with like, you know, a chance encounter with Forrest? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's uh, I think some of the the interactions with Forrest with with uh, Vidal a little bit more deeper interaction than he has with any of the other people like actually in the movie because everything is like in passing right 
Um, but a, a a a bus side chat with Gore Vidal mm-hmm. would be nice. Do you think anything for Sis would have um, uh, influenced any of Gore Vidal's ideas? Oh shoot! Yeah. Hmm. I don't I don't I I don't know enough about his like individual views yeah. to actually know Pro- that. Probably probably the way he danced. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I got I, I got one more, and this is something I just thought of today. Um, what baby boomer song that's not in the movie should be? So again, roughly say 1950s to early 80s. Your your classic rock, your oldies. La Bamba. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think there's. Uh... Is that a song you do the? Uh, what's the song where they? Uh, what's the thing and you got to go underneath it? Is that to Limbo? That's a limbo. That's limbo. <laughs> God. <laughs> la 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 limbo. I think that's how it goes, right? I don't Lim- know. Limbo's, no. Limbo's the thing where every limbo every, boy and girl all around the, around the limbo. The limbo world. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only song you do the limbo to? I'm sure there's others you can I mean, do, but why would you? <laughs> okay, La Bamba. How many songs? How many songs did you do the chicken dance to, Rob? Yeah. How many songs? How many songs do you do the YMCA to? <laughs> <laughs> Macarena. You a big Macarena guy during uh, Springsteen concerts? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Springsteen covered Macarena during the show, I think the crowd would lose it. In all the right ways. What if you went to a wedding reception or something and you just tried to do the Macarena to every song and you got mad at <laughs> people who weren't doing it? <sighs> Duff, that's I'm what gonna... I do. That's basically <laughs> what I do. Rob, since we're, uh, since we're related uh, via marriage, next wedding, why don't we bring a limbo stick and just bring it out to random <laughs> songs? Yes. <laughs> oh... Uh, we should probably ask this question. What do you think about the movie Forrest Gump? Uh, I think I've got I think I've got mixed feelings. So I've, I I rewatched it recently uh, due to this project, yep. whatever whatever you guys call it, uh, and uh, it's it's sort of a it's it's a mixed bag. It's a sweet and sour movie especially viewed at the lens of where we are at right now in mm-hmm. 2019 um i most of the movie just leaves a bad taste in my mouth but it's also one of the mo- one of the movies that every vignette also makes me feel really good mm-hmm. and it's also like one of the most quotable movies i can think of like every vignette has that 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 part in it where you know you just you everyone knows what you're talking about there is sort of a battle in this movie about how you feel and what and if you stop to think right like i feel like the movie works really well at least in my mind at making you feel the right emotions that wants you to feel um see i don't i don't even know if it's that like there's things that that happen that just are are left unremarked upon like uh he's forest he's named after uh you know whatever forest bedford. bedford forest yeah yeah uh and that's all you that's all you hear like but also you gotta love his mom because she named him after a really big racist but, <laughs> we, but we'll forget well we'll forget about that like let's she, move along 
she really loves them. She'll get them in any school she can. Yeah. I there's there's lots of parts where it just like that stuff is left unremarked upon and it's just uh, there's there's a few things that that they do that they do uh you know make you feel good about but some of it's like why didn't you mention anything about that why why don't I I feel anything about that I don't know one one thing I just uh that it kind of crystallized for me um I was listening to the unspooled episode on Forrest Gump unspooled is the podcast where they go through every AFI top 100 movie and first of all it was kind of ridiculous Forrest Gump is on this list um but they were talking and they said that for a movie that has so much history it says absolutely nothing about it that it it just it just kind of like goes through and it's like here's Vietnam here's uh, Elvis, here's all this yep. stuff, and it's just kind of like we're we're not going to tell you how we feel or how to feel. Yeah, yeah, window dressing is a good term for it. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't remark at all on what's happening. It's you're right. It is just background. I mean, the one moment where he speaks at this rally, they literally just turn the sound off. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a perfect example of. Here's here's a point that there's a big statement to be made, and we're not going to make it. Which, which we've talked about, Duff. I know you you said this, but like Zemeckis seems pretty apolitical. Yeah, I don't think he has a big interest in that angle, which is weird for this movie. <laughs> which, but is why this movie appeals to everyone or no one. Well, that's just as I good mean, there's sometimes. there's a honestly there's a pretty big backlash to this movie now. I th- I mean even like our kind even our kind of like well it works and it doesn't takes i mean they're i this movie has become pretty vilified i think what, in what certain the, circles i know that i know that i mean i liked it when it came out a lot of everybody did uh was there any of that talk back then uh, i don't think so so the biggest thing that i hear now that part of it i don't really think is the movie's fault actually is like people get really mad that it won all the awards and Pulp Fiction didn't get anything. And that's not the movie's fault. Right. But, I, but seriously, there's, I mean, just Google anything about Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction. There's like a big animosity, even among people who claim that they don't care about awards and the Oscars, they just get super mad about it. That, is, that, that, is that where we were back then? That is that who we were back then was that, we can just have history as window dressing and not and not need any uh, any commentary on it. I think uh, at ninety four, I think we kind of were right. Yeah, I, in in a way, it was. I mean, that whole era was it was relatively soon after the fall of the Berlin Wall. It was still that era of honestly, there were a lot of books and academics talking about the end of history and that you know oh communism fell and the u.s is the only superpower and yep, there's we did it there, we won yeah there's we not fixed it there's not going to be any more conflicts spoiler alert there yeah. are yeah. <laughs> so i do think that maybe it fits into that you know that kind of mid 90s clinton era you know that we're you know we vanquished communism and now we'll just you know everything is in the past and it doesn't matter and we don't need to think critically about it 
and and this movie does touch on what I would argue is probably the biggest thing and most like the scariest thing happening uh, at this time, and that's AIDS. I think I think that would probably be like the thing people were most worried about in 1993-94. I mean each there's in each of the vignettes there is a there's usually a pretty powerful moment in each of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like that like the AIDS part or with Lieutenant Dan on top of the shrimp boat with the American flag waving behind him as he like challenges God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there is some amazing set pieces in it. And it for all intents and purposes, it, I don't know if it should hang together. And I'd love to see a cut of each of those people who sat next to him, what their version of the story was, right? Like, after they get on the bus, you retell what you just heard. <laughs> oh, right? you mean, like, the people at the bus stop, like, right. saying, like, you, not, you won't believe what happened to Right, right. This guy, like, the first lady that sits down, like... She hears him say he was born, he had weird legs, and was named after a racist. <laughs> right. And right. he just said this all to me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say a word to him, and he kept telling me. Right? Like, uh, it, just hearing like where they came in the story and where they left off. One I thing. Think would be interesting. One thing that, uh, again, I won't take credit because this was on the Unspooled podcast, that they pointed out that I think is a good point is that when Forrest is telling the stories to people at the bus stop, he doesn't mention that it was, for example, Elvis Presley. So imagine what these people are hearing. (laughs) Right. In that they're just like, some dude playing a guitar was like making fun of this crippled kid's dancing or something. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, he does say, I mean, you could have, like the context clues are there's, there for you to potentially work it out right is the king well, and sometimes you saw it, him on tv but like it just was... it's just kind of like it's some random dude who's just like yeah and this guy came to our boarding house and he had a guitar and i liked that guitar <laughs> yeah <laughs> and elvis's dance was based off of a little crippled boy yeah <laughs> but i know i, I don't <laughs> talk about enough really <laughs> yeah hmm. uh i alluded to it before like the 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 story that someone must have heard when Forrest like goes and like saves Jenny as she's like getting it on in the car, oh, uh, that that's basically sling blade without the sling blade, right? <laughs> like he goes in and like wrestles off a dude off of the lady, and again like beats him up. Well, it's also a lot like Back to the Future. Yeah. Rob, what about you? Do you do you have anything uh, you want to say about this movie or uh, any uh, any topics? Um, I think the CGI does not hold up. What really? I I don't. I it looks like uh, the historical uh, little vignettes with like the presidents and them talking looks like the Quiznos little hamster things talking. No, it does. I do love those hamsters. It looks exactly... (laughs) Equinotum! (laughs) Your name is Forrest Gump! (laughs) We got a pepper bar! Uh, Yeah, I was actually surprised because I remember seeing that like when I was young. And, like, my parents flipping out about it. Like, oh, it's so amazing that it, how good it looks. And maybe it's just the watching it on Blu-ray 
it just looks rough. I think it holds up. I disagree with that. I, I think it holds up pretty well. I mean, obviously, you can be like, oh, he's not really there. I, I but... also got to listen to the first episode, and you thought Jerry Lee Lewis was a comedian. Well, <laughs> I wanted. I want you guys. This, I wanted. To, I'm not going to say who it is, but a friend of mine texted me after that first episode and said he also confuses the Jerry's. So was it? Was it your Canadian uh, girlfriend who texted? I'm not you? alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Britney Spears' cousin who I uh, <laughs> talk to online sometimes. Uh, the the other thing I was going She's to say. She's super hot. You met her at church camp. But, yeah. she, but she can never visit. <laughs> no, she's busy. She doesn't have phones. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I was going to say was uh, I actually read the book before I saw the movie. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, oh, because, because my dad bought it and gave it to me afterwards and said, you're really going to like this. <laughs> Did your dad read it? Yes. I don't wow. remember my dad reading any books. This was, this was one of them. So this must have been like near middle school? Yeah, I mean, was it like so? It was like during the time of the movie, right? Yep. So the God, I wonder if I still have it somewhere. Uh, But I mean, it had the it had the movie poster on the cover. So I mean, it was it wasn't a you know a uh, a new property at that point. Um, But uh, but yeah, my dad loved the book, and it it was it was it was wild. Like I, I, re- I mean, I had not read anything quite like it before, uh, or since probably. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but but yeah, I, I, it was it was one of the books that I didn't really understand it, and even even watching it again recently, there's you know not quite as many things that are s- like. It's a weird movie that it doesn't have subtext, but it has subtext, but you have to bring your own to it, like. I guess. Uh, Do you think the book is better than the movie? It's been so long since I read the book. I don't uh, know if the I book can speak. Is insane. <laughs> I I, insane I remember. Book. I remember being disappointed that things were not in the movie that were in the book. Yeah, like Forrest's um, dad being killed by bananas. Oh my god! <laughs> See, I. That's, <laughs> and that's the thing. Oh, is you that, did tell me about that. Never mind. It, Maybe that's just a euphemism for no it for vacation. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm based. I read the book, but it was so long ago I don't remember. So I'm just right. going off host Rob's uh, bit about Forrest's dad being killed by bananas, and we don't know much more than that. Yeah, it's a story that has appeal, but it it, it it's <laughs> kind of outrageous. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the one time you came through for me, <laughs> I'm trying. Bunches, <laughs> something with bunches. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> uh, uh, do you guys have anything else on? Uh, oh, that's a Rob? real that's a real slippery slope. Got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm just too yellow to laugh. Ooh. I think it's time for us to split, guys. No more. No more. Uh, this bit doesn't feel very organic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right, Rob. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on and uh, talking to us at the bus stop. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that should be every guest's sign-off. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. 
<laughs> you asked me. Don't matter. Uh, uh, listeners, you can uh, write and review us on iTunes. That's be- that would be great. You can Apple follow podcasts. us. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Whatever. Um, you can follow us at Gump Minute on Twitter and Facebook. We have a Facebook group that you can go to by going to forcegumpminute.com slash <laughs> slash chocolate you forget every week every week um we also have a patreon at patreon.com slash the midnight boys if you go there you can listen to us we did an episode with rob actually talking about son-in-law back in november and uh we will be back next week to talk about the next four minutes of forrest gump happy the days while i'm in Till once more they ride high out to sea